This episode of Romance and Color is sponsored by the Chicago North Romance Writers Spring Fling 2024, a three-day hybrid writing conference featuring headliners Beverly Jenkins and Kate Claiborne, perfect for romance writers serious about the craft. So join them in the Witty City to network, attend workshops, and pitch your manuscripts to agents and editors. Join them virtually or in person April 18th through the 20th at the Renaissance Chicago O'Hare. Sign up at chicagospringfling.com. You're guaranteed to have an amazing time. Now back to our show. So cold. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. I know we have been a while away for quite some time. Yes. Happy New Year to you, Tatiana, and to Happy our New listeners. Year. Happy New Year, everyone. Um, yeah, we we have been away for some time. We have had obligations and been sick and a whole bunch of other stuff. And y'all know how it is. And you know, our families come first. So um, you know, we we had to take some time off. And then we had some, you know, unfortunately, we had some, you know, guests cancel as well due to illness and stuff like that. So, yeah, a lot of rescheduling, but we're glad we're back this week. Yeah, that's nice um, to this be just, back. This just, yeah, this is going to be just a little casual, you know, talk and, and us, you know, shooting the breeze about certain things um, that we've been enjoying um, over the holiday season and um, coming into the new year. So, um, what is something that you like really really are looking forward to in 2024 you let's see so definitely looking forward to kind of financial empowerment I feel like mm-hmm. I'm in a good place in terms of being able to kind of save make a little extra because I'm mm-hmm. teaching again for a second semester so I'm excited about that it's something I had resisted doing for a while and my friend's mm-hmm. been trying to get me to teach adjuncts. And I finally said, I keep talking about this financial empowerment and 2024 is my year. Let me do it. So mm-hmm. I feel good about that. And, um, you know, I'm, I don't feel good about how cold it's been in New York City. Oh, but, sure. you know, we had some like spring-like days that really felt like, wow, this is winter. And now it's like so cold. I guess it's that global warming and stuff. But yeah, I'm just excited. It's a fresh new year. And new. I always look at it as kind of like a restart and refresh. So. What about yeah. you? What are you excited about or want to accomplish? Oh, so many things on the horizon for me. Um, I'm looking forward to just like you, financial empowerment, some financial freedoms. Uh-huh. Looking forward to you know better health this year. Very you know mm-hmm. taking control of my health mm-hmm. in ways. Even though I had McDonald's today, but anyway, um... <laughs> we're not going to even talk about how I've already messed up that goal. That's why I didn't bring it up for me. <laughs> But uh, for the most part, I've been doing quite well. Um, mm-hmm. And McDonald's is basically a convenience thing at this point. That was the only thing. That was Sometimes gonna it really is fast food. Yeah, it was the only thing that was gonna that was gonna get to me fast enough because I did uh, Uber Eats. But anyway, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, and you know, just writing, just continuing to write. You know, getting more projects out there for me. You know, like I said, I, mm-hmm. I released books last year. Wrote wrote four actually, mm-hmm. um, and you know, having you know certain projects that I can't really talk about it right now we, we mm-hmm. announced then I will talk about them yes yes um, but um you know having certain things happen that have been so so dope so cool having this oh, indie man. project come out and people be so receptive to it it was number one yeah uh, 
and and I was just like blown away. So the reception to that has been really dope. Um, yeah. I don't paperback now, so if y'all want to go pick up the oath, it's I don't it's not on paperback now. Um, the special edition of it is on paperback, but so many mm-hmm. other things I'm kind of looking forward to in uh 2024 and, and traveling it feels so good when things come to fruition that we've oh, just yeah. been planning and it just feels so good and traveling you say mm-hmm. you traveling. have any place in mind well we're fine look i've been married, next. I've, been, I've been married to my husband i don't know how long and we've i've still not gone to his home ireland of saint kitts and oh, nevis okay. and so i make that trip over the summer Oh, um, nice. So Tegan can see the land of her people. Yes. Because she is half Caribbean. Yes. Yes. She is. She certainly reminded me of that over the holidays when she wanted to make, <laughs> when she wanted to make black cake. She was like, I can help. Oh. I'm, I'm half Caribbean. <laughs> black cake. Yeah. So, um, yeah. so we had a we had a good time say, over the oh, holidays. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Real cool, real cool. Um, but Kitty, what is going on? Anything worth mentioning going on in the world of you know hot romance topics? This this this. <laughs> we were shooting the breeze before we started recording tonight, and I, I was telling you, of course, that so much has happened because it's been so long since we recorded. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to necessarily go through everything because there's so much good, bad, and ugly. But mm-hmm. I did want to highlight just a couple of things that I thought were special. You know. The interwebs had speculated for much of 2023 about Miss Hallie Bailey and mm-hmm. if that was a bump, is her nose spreading? Is she getting mm-hmm. thick? Is she pregnant? And you know, she was coy and no, we're, you know, I'm just this and that. You know, she didn't want to divulge it, but of course, we right. know she finally did. And, you know, congratulations yes. to her and her partner, DDG. Yes. Um, and they welcomed their baby, Halo. Halo or Halo? Um, How do you say that? Halo. Halo. Yeah, you know, celebrities, they're always real unique with their name choices and stuff. <laughs> I love this one for them. But um, but yeah, so that's exciting. You know, she shared it when she was ready, um, yes. as she should have, as they should have. Uh, what does yeah. DDG do? I think he's a YouTuber, right? YouTuber slash wannabe rapper girl. Oh, I, I was going to say, okay, yeah. So yeah, he, he shared it on his YouTube and stuff. He was excited to do that. And this is Hallie's first baby and it's exciting. Congratulations to her. It's both of their first baby, so. Okay, I wasn't sure about him, so yeah, I didn't he, he didn't have any other children. They, well, good for him. Good for him. It's their, it's their first baby together. Yeah. Very special. Very, very special. Yeah. And then yeah. in other baby news, Russell and Sierra also wel- welcomes a baby girl. Oh, so cute. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. So what do they have now? They they have uh they share a boy together and they share a daughter together already, right? Right. So they have they have and then the have, new baby girl. Yeah, the new and baby. then her child with future. Right. Did I add an extra child? I think you add an extra baby. It's only four. She's only been well, pregnant. No, so then it is four. So she has her child with future, who she's the stepdad to. So they have yeah. three. Okay, yeah. two girls yeah. and a boy. Two girls and a boy, right? Okay, right. so it's four. Right. Nice size family. Nice right. family. Right. And so I don't know if they're done or not, but she's still young, and so is he. So maybe they are, maybe they aren't. But yeah, so they welcome their baby girls. So that was exciting. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then and a little bit of mess. Hardy being offset as we know all of 2023 and before they were on and off on and off so supposedly they're off and I and I you know this might be for the best but you know and I wish Hardy the best and she needs to focus on herself as we all do 
and stuff like that into something healthy and let let offset be by himself too and and get himself healthy and well he's probably still grieving for his loss that happened in 2023 yeah. was that 2023 yeah yeah, yeah. Was it, yeah. so sometimes good, taking yeah. time apart is good for you you know yeah and yeah like, yeah mm -hmm. he, he's been going through it ever since um take off that yeah it's, it's just been it's been crazy been crazy mm -hmm. crazy crazy for him um you know sonically musically he's produced some good stuff actually but mm -hmm. but you know like sometimes you can life, turn that pain into something special yeah, yeah. yeah. personal life it's been going down the tubes and i think he's yeah. just i think for the both of them, they need to probably just go on and separate sure um, sure and, and, mm -hmm. be done. And i heard it's getting very kind of testy because they said most of the money is hers and you oh. know Believe now, it or how not, is that? Because the Migos was very popular. Well, I mean, but obviously, he likes, but like, apparently, he likes to spend like water, and she likes to oh. save. So he, so she's she's a big saver and investor. Because believe it or not, y'all, Cardi is really smart. Like Cardi is really smart, and yeah. you know, for her being a strip bottom years being on, on her own all those years, she's smart. With she's her a money. businesswoman. Yeah, she's smart. smart and if you grew up kind of struggling a little, you really value it. Like you can go in two different ways. You can wild right. out. And spend, wow. spend, spend, and stuff like that. Label, label, label. Or as you said, you can be smart and shrewd and calculated and really save thinking about, I never want to ever live like that again. So I, I like that she's the latter. That's cool. I didn't yeah. know that about them. And I mean, celebrity aside, public cheating aside, whatever their foolish aside, finances, as we know, can be a huge deal breaker in oh America God, yes. and, and really cause a lot of strain and problems. So you hearing you say that is kind of eye opening because I thought it was just like this, the, the, the um, shenanigans and his inability. Oh, to be so it's deeper than that. It's it deeper than that. that. It's, it's never, it, when, when you go through a divorce, it is never just one solitary issue. Mm. It's a combination of issues, yeah. you know, yeah. that, that kind of like then something is the straw that breaks the camel's back. You know what I mean? Yeah. The cheating might be the straw that breaks the camel's back. Like it might have been the finance, and it might have been some, you know, verbal stuff. It might have been, and then the cheating. Sure. You know, it's not always yep. the cheating. You know, absolutely. You know, so absolutely. I wish best. I personally think Cardi and Meg should start dating, but that's just me. Meg the Stallion. Yeah, I want a little sister, <laughs> but you know, that's just I me and my that. own. My own slightly sapphic desires, but I want them to to get together because I think they'll be a really cute couple. <laughs> that is, cute. I do. I think they'll be that a cute, cute couple. You know, mm -hmm. Cardi. I mean, I don't know if Cardi is bi, but but Meg the Stallion is openly bisexual. So mm -hmm. yeah, she is. She's very flirtatious too with a lot of girls. So I don't know who yeah. she likes and who she's really into. But mm. yeah, but I feel like her and Cardi would. Make, be a fun couple <laughs> and just respect each other and enjoy each other. I'm making motions. You're kidding me. I'm looking at me. I like, was like, <laughs> you're just a little corner. So I, I saw that, but I wasn't. I thought I was hallucinating. I did see <laughs> some scissoring motions don't, with the don't fingers. Don't repeat what I did. Don't <laughs> no, repeat what I did. But uh, yeah, I, I just want to be anyway. Yeah, yeah. I just want people to be happy. Me too. Me too. I want people to be happy. Whatever that looks like. Like yeah, I'm I we are Yakini and I both turning a certain age. Yeah. And we get oh we're getting older. Uh, and you some. know, we want to we're embracing these changes in our lives. So we want yeah. other people to embrace their changes That's in all. their lives too. So That's yeah. Have all. you been have you been keeping up with award season by any chance? 
I missed what's the recent one that came on where all the those Amy. people of color went. I missed that. So Amy. like I want to yeah. watch the Martin skit. I want to I oh, heard yeah. snippets of the speeches. Nice. You know, so I want, I, the, yeah, the Emmys were I great. See, I've never wanted to see an Emmys. I've never said I want to see the Emmys. There might be someone here and there, like when um I watched Jennifer Coolidge accept her award for mm -hmm. um uh what's the little yeah because I love that show but I've never been motivated to watch an entire show and then after this show came on I saw so many clips and the women people who won and I just was like oh my god I gotta watch it I hope I can find it somewhere to watch mm -hmm. the it in its entirety did you watch it yeah yeah I did watch it in its entirety first of all Anthony Anderson was a great host um his so mom was in the audience being the timekeeper like it had a big sign I was like wrap it up and <laughs> It was so funny. The amount, the amount of black people that won and, and Asian people that won was amazing. Why, like, oh my goodness. The show Beef from Netflix won a lot of awards. I have um, to watch that because I heard was that excellent. was really good. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. okay. Um, and then um The Bear, which is me and my husband's show because it's about a chef and the, okay. and the and workings of a kitchen and all the craziness. That's our show. It was so good. Uh Edo, mm -hmm. the young lady. Um, that plays the young sous chef on the show. She won. Wow. Um, Lisa Nash Betts won for, for her the Jeffrey Dahmer um, yeah. movie. When right? I say Nisi acted her motherfucking ass off, y'all, in that movie. And look, yeah. I only watched yeah. the only watched the clips with Nisi. I didn't watch the whole thing because I refused. Oh, to watch. oh, you didn't want to see? It. Yeah, yeah. It's such a terrible story. I, I, I didn't want to watch it. I didn't want to yeah. give it. That but i love nisi nash y'all know me i love nisi nash yeah yeah but but i only kind of googled mm -hmm. her everybody was talking about how powerful it was it was, it was like black women are never never believed you know yeah. and in her part of her speech was so good about you know yeah. believe, me, believe us when we were talking to you believe sandra bland believe you know yeah this, i heard they played that on the radio so and that's good. what made me say i can't believe i missed this i gotta watch it and she looked good y'all the titties was sitting she looked good always always the way were her gorgeous daughter and triplets in the audience or um no it was just her and her um her her um her partner what she, what she called her, her um wife her husband her what she called her husband, my husband. something oh, that's she, so cute something, something like that but anyway um she, she she was in the audience uh, jessica was in the audience for her oh, um gosh. jessica Bitts. so um helped her up the stage and everything she, she had a sharp ass tuxedo too real nice um so they look great now i heard rupaul won some one and i heard did he have a really good speech or something and there was yeah. something i was reading in an article and he had made like Excellent. just kind of some statements about like because you know like a lot of times people equate they feel like being a trans person and a drag queen are one and the same and both mm -hmm. are terrible and your kids should be afraid because they're dangerous and just all sorts of like hate against both communities and they're yes. two entirely separate things which people don't understand that whole construct of gender it that they just socially so what so, did he say because i've yeah. read all this in the article and i was like so, yeah I so yeah so rupaul won for rupaul's drag race and now he big he he's won a few times right yeah, he's he's become the um winningest uh host, like host for oh, reality. Nice. Um in history. Um and he said that, you know, you need to listen to drag queens, believe mm -hmm. drag, listen to drag queens. Drag queens are not here to hurt your kids. Drag queens are out here to yeah. educate, to entertain, to have fun. I've set yeah. out my show, I've released 
hundreds of drag queens onto the world, you know, have gotten all this exposure and stuff like that, which is true. Um, yeah. For all this good and bad of drag race, it, it has exposed us to a lot yeah. of amazing performers who, Absolutely. you know, who wouldn't have been performing otherwise. Mm-hmm. And I watch I drag I watch Drag Race every every season faithfully, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so you know he was saying you know stop banning drag queens stop you know let drag queens come to the library and read to your kids let let yeah. kids that people are different and difference is okay so it was such a good it was all the speeches were good all every yeah. last speech was just so good um warming you know, Quinta mm-hmm. Brunson winning. Uh, best act lead actress in a comedy. She's only the second black woman to win oh, nice. uh, for Abbott Elementary. The last yeah. person who won best lead actress in the comedy was Isabel Sanford for the Jeffersons. Oh my gosh. That's how long ago guys. that was, y'all? Oh my gosh, the 70s. Before, before you and I were born. God, dog. That was, was the so, last time? That's yeah, a it so, yeah, it was so ironic because she had Marla Gibbs up there with her. And Marla Gibbs, Marla Gibbs came out who's looking great. I love Marla Gibbs. Eighties, but she looked great. She came out there, and she asked her, "Well, what's the secret of longevity <laughs> to to working in this business?" And well, I'll tell you what the secret is: it's the pay gap. Because if I if you don't make enough money, then you got to work. So if you don't make enough money, then everybody else got to work. So people just like cheering <laughs> her, you know. That's, it's crazy to me though to hear you say that no one's won for best leading actress like I can't believe in all those years like Felicia yeah, Rashad never won for Cosby well, show Tracy Ellis Ross was nominated many times I for feel Black. like people should be able to get like a retroactive Emmy for Retro- the years yeah. when Black yeah. people just weren't getting these awards because of nothing but pure racism and the the fact that Martin never won anything yes, like Martin that like never that won anything. insane never nominated Arsenio like, nominated a bunch of times for a late night, never won. Never won. There yeah. was like a glass ceiling and now we're mm-hmm. winning and it's so fantastic. But it's just devastating that I'm just thinking of all those speeches Felicia Rashad would give when she was telling off Elvin and anything that anyone does. Why did she want to do talking in Spanish? She was just so wonderful. Like the, and she was nominated several times. But she, That's but crazy. she's like the epitome of like this a black woman is yeah. feminist, you know. She they, represented they, so much, yeah. They couldn't handle that, you no. know. But you know, Friends wins all these nominations, but living single don't, you know. It just, it uh, just it's right, right. Come on, different world ain't never win nothing. That's what you I'm know, saying. All these missed opportunities for world. such great art, Mm-mm-mm. which is why, on the flip side of that. Stuff like Jasmine Guy won something, didn't she? Yeah, Jasmine Guy. She oh, that was the other thing. Jasmine Guy just now winning an Emmy, right? And I'm like, all that she does, her singing, her dancing, playing Whitley Gilbert, and everything. Like, come on, she was just that's crazy. So yeah, I feel like I gotta see it. I gotta find where it's streaming. It just sounds like it was a really amazing year. And not only the primetime Emmys, the other thing that where a lot of black people were winning was the um, Creative Arts Emmys. So oh. on that show, on that, a lot of like some of the smaller categories that you can't fit all in the show because then the show will be too long if you put all these yeah. things up. Yeah. But mm-hmm. a lot of those because Young Storm Reed from Atlanta, Georgia, young lady, I love that girl. She That wanted- was the girl who was in that movie with Nia Long, right? Yes, yes. Missing that shit was good. Was so good. That, that was, was good. So good. Once I got past the fact that it was like a one scene movie. 
Because like, I was before that by the same director searching. No, with, uh, was that similarly done? Yeah, it's it's by John, John Cho, who is my oh, baby. So that's kind of what he does. Okay, I had so, yeah, it's mm-hmm. by the same people who did Searching, which is a movie. Um, okay. and then Missing is the kind of follow up to that, and it's oh. kind of the same way. Would I say excellent movie? Searching is an excellent movie. Oh, uh-huh. it's, it's so good. John Cho should have been won an award as well. But anyway, you know, black, brown, Asian folk, they'll be doing it. You know, yeah. that's the awards we need to. But shout out to um uh Ali Wong who won as well. Um Stephen Yoon, he also another fantastic Asian art actor who won. Mm-hmm. But you know, this is the year of, of BIPOC people. They're gonna win yeah. their awards. So it's been a so far good good award season. I'm waiting for Coleman. Yeah. Oh, Coleman Domingo, he won a what Critics' Choice Award or something like that. But mm-hmm. I'm hoping he wins uh, a Oscar. Mm-hmm. Um, so for all his work for Rustin and um some of the other things he did. We watched Rustin for Martin Luther King uh Junior Day. Um mm-hmm. to celebrate the day, the holiday t- 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 Oh, like, very nice. It has slight strep throats so we weren't going out no cold in March. Mm-hmm. Um so she on an antibody. Rustin was good. I started watching it but I didn't finish it, but I've been it I enjoyed so it. So good. It was so mm-hmm. good. Yeah, and it is. So many, so many history. He played the stew out of there because he he embodied yeah. that man. Yeah, like, he did. Like, he did. And it was crazy. It but... was good to just hear the story of someone other than the names that we all know. Mm-hmm. We all know who Martin Luther King is and Malcolm X, and, and that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. But they need to start telling stories of other, you know, activists and leaders during that time. We may be familiar with the name, but we don't really know who they were in their story and stuff like that. So yeah. I, I I dig yeah. that. So yeah, I gotta thank you for reminding me. It's I gotta yeah, it was a well cast. Such a good cast. Um, mm-hmm. Jeffrey Wright and Adam Clayton Powell was a mess. A mess. Yeah. Um, I just I wasn't sure about how to manage like Chris Brown in that not Chris Brown. Oh Jesus. Chris Rock. Chris Rock. <laughs> but you know what? Well, you Chris... know, I've seen him in some more dramatic roles lately. And yeah, he does yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. But he was really good. He really he embodied Ro um was it Ro Wilkins? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Because there's a there's a park in Queens named Ro Wilkins. Oh, oh that's who Roy Wilkins is supposed to be. So it was just cool. Yeah. I was like, that's Roy Wilkins. All the people his name, other people up there in New York and Adam Clayton <laughs> Powell and all this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. um, you know, A. Philip Randolph. Um Glenn Turman was A. Philip Randolph. Also yeah. another actor that I don't think has ever won an Oscar or an Emmy or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, just good. That was it was just well acted, really well acted. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all, it was. Black, Black History Month. Y'all watch. Y'all watch Rustin on Netflix. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kitty and I, like I said, this is just a shooting the breeze type of thing. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna take no breaks or nothing like that. But um, we, of course, are obsessed with period pieces and period, mm-hmm. pieces, y'all. So our latest obsession next to Bridgerton has been the Gilded Age. Oh now, last goodness. year we did like a little wrap up, I think, of of season one. Mm-hmm. Now this time we're gonna talk about season two. This put pretty much the podcast is gonna be about season two mm-hmm. of the Gilded Age. Mm-hmm. Last year it it uh left us with what was what what happened last year? Was the last last scene of last year? I can't remember. So um, in the last scene, well, so one thing that happened was that um 
the Van Rimes son, Oscar, had been romantically involved with a young lady who he thought he was going to marry. He really liked her. He was courting her. She was a society woman who everyone knew, invited to all the events, mm -hmm. the creme de la creme events. Mm -hmm. and, and he was saving up his little coins to marry her. And he found, you know, that business opportunity to invest a lot of money because mm -hmm. he wanted to propose to her. So that was, you know, the season and kind of as it was wrapping up, we learned that the, we, we can just spoil it, right? Because it's over. Yeah, we learned that basically he had been scammed. The woman who was like he had been dating and taking out and all the events she was part of like the scam and she had taken him somewhere acting naive about investing money long story short he sunk a bunch of money into it which we learned was his mother's money and all of her inheritance or most of her inheritance mm -hmm. left them penniless or so they thought so it ended with you know and we didn't talk about yet auntie ada and how she finally found love and mm -hmm. so um ended with her fortunately inheriting money from her late husband and we'll talk about that and mm -hmm. it eventually it was able to take them out of what they thought was poverty so it kind of ended a little cute and kind of quirk not quirky what's the word like it was kind of funny because um Aunt Agnes was so relieved that they weren't penniless mm -hmm. after all and and one of the butler was kind of overhearing the conversation and the joy and kind of like your jobs are saved you guys aren't all right. having to be let go you can right. tell everyone downstairs he said why can I tell and Aunt Ada said no um, Aunt Agnes said yes go ahead and tell everyone but he turned to Aunt Ada right and said yes. is it okay <laughs> is it okay if I tell everyone and Aunt Agnes was taken aback like well why would he do that and he he recognized that Aunt Ada is now his new boss and Aunt Ada right. kind of made a comment like there's going to be some changes around here or whatever she said Yes, yes. It's going to be a little getting used to or something I, like that. She said. Up from the color purple. She didn't say it like that, but. No, she did. <laughs> but, okay, so the first episode. Wait, say gonna, it again. I said, so let's go kind of like episode by episode of season two. I kind of jumped. Yeah, but okay. Yeah. It's cool. That's cool. We're going to mm -hmm. jump around. So, like, the first episode, like, uh -huh. um, they kind of are talking about this whole opera war. It's Easter. Yes, that was kind of like the big ongoing, the yes. opera war and that train thing, the, the yes, strike. The opera war. And Marion is still kind of getting over this being jilted by the guy that she thought she was going to marry. Yeah, she thought she was going to marry that lady. Yeah. Fast talking new, uh, lawyer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but he ends up marrying somebody else that can provide for him in a bigger way yeah he was he was a social climber and he found the bigger better deal mm -hmm. and so we learned that the new thing that mrs russell and miss Aspen, her nemesis <laughs> are going her nemesis uh we you know miss 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 russell bertha russell is this new money miss astor mm -hmm. old money astor as in waldorf astoria these people um mm -hmm. Or she's very, uh, you know, old New York, old money. Like my people came off the Mayflower money, uh -huh. um, and you know she's still being kind of shunned a little bit. But they're all fancy, they're all at church and sitting on different pews to, you know, signify their money status and money and where yeah. they get yeah, old versus. Yeah. And so Marion again is getting over things. She's decided to start like teaching at like a little school, teach art, and um. 
you know, she's just kind she of enjoys, heartbreak. She enjoys it very much. You she know, she, it. it gives her a purpose. A sense yeah. of purpose. She loves the kids. She loves art. It her, makes uh, it's like, why are you doing shit that poor people do? <laughs> right. Oh my goodness. Aunt Agnes is so disgusted with that she teaches. She yeah. has to kind of hide it from her a little bit. And not, yeah. she didn't try to hide it, but she yeah, didn't she advertise it. it. Yeah, she, she knew yeah. that one. She knew her aunt wouldn't approve. So silly. <laughs> yeah, but that Easter Sunday, Ada meets the new rector, um, the new the new pastor, and uh-huh. she's kind of the guy. He's smitten with her. He's kind of like, yeah, oh, I like you. I like you too. Come over for tea. And then uh-huh. she's like, are we? We, you know, and and her like, sister's very disapproving and kind of looking yeah. at them because I think like, it's been the two of them for so long, and yeah, she's protective of her, and she doesn't want to let her go so i think she's always kind of quietly blocked anytime ada had a man or was interested in a man so Mm -hmm. she's always been a blocker yeah so um you know she's like what is going on here she's like whatever Mm -hmm. and so um you know they're getting to know each other meanwhile um young larry as we know he was messing with that old lady Yes, yes. And he he had to break they it had off. Their little the mama mm-hmm. said, break this off or or else. Yeah. And so he, he broke it off. Um, yeah. He's kind of trying to find himself and what to do with his life. He's an architect. So he's trying to figure out what to do. And his dad was like, well, I can't, um, you know, supervise this Brooklyn Bridge thing. I, I want you to be my representative. Mm-hmm. And so Larry has found purpose in doing that. At the yeah. same time, he kind of keeping his little eye on on Marion mm-hmm. on the slick slick you know what I mean like season, I felt like they had a little there was a little attraction between them but it didn't really take off we were left with a little promise of maybe something and then this season yeah. started and said he was kind of dating his little older lady that he was enjoying and mm-hmm. we haven't talked about it yet but obviously she had someone soon but go ahead so he yeah. has the new yeah. project and it's given him purpose yeah. I love that for him and also, remember last season, our young sister Peggy, mm-hmm. Peggy was, you know, found out that her son had passed. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she's kind of mourning the son and also trying to find a purpose in her life. Mm-hmm. Her and Mr. Fortune, the, the newspaper person, are kind of working on things, some, some serious causes in the community, mm-hmm. one being school closings in New York, um, trying try to um, get the colored schools to remain open uh-huh. and, and the other one is you know doing like journalism on things going on down south so you know they take a little trip down to Tuskegee, Alabama to visit Booker T. Washington and the Washington. family is very against it her parents are very against yeah, it they're like this is like, New York you, this is, you live in New York yeah this is the south you're yeah, being you know, real big and bad yeah, yeah, like you don't, you, you know, you don't have this covering of protection. Yeah, You're very naive about what's happening. Yeah, because I think, I think the furthest that girl has gone is like Pennsylvania. Some, I think, yeah. from my understanding, I think she went to Lincoln. If, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, I think she went to Lincoln University. I believe right? so. She was born into freedom, and I don't know if her parents right. were. Right. But right. but when you go down there, where she's never been, these folks are just like. A last generation removed from slavery and it's very much still riddled with just danger and racism around every corner and lynchings and scary yeah. stuff that is not her reality mm-hmm. yeah, so, so in addition to her job back on 61st street with the the aunts with aunt agnes who adores her 
Um, mm-hmm. She is still working for the newspaper and she decides to go down south with um, Fortune and mm-hmm. um, child a mess, a mess. Some racist shit happened. Yeah. Oh, that it, was very scary. Dogs. It was scary. But they her, had to hide out in a barn. And I didn't barn. know how it was going to end. You know, it could have gone very differently. Yeah. Fortunately, yeah. they made it back, but it really opened her eyes. Yes, it opened her eyes. What's out there? And it brought them. Not only did it open her eyes, it opened her heart too, because she realized that she was attracted to this man, even though he is married with children. Yes. I did not want them to go down that road. And thank God they kind of stopped themselves in that bond. Because look, fear, I told my friend, fear and fucking are the same emotion. I know that's right. That exhilaration, that heart pounding. Like, like some people are very into primal play when you the, the the idea of being so scared it turns you on yeah and that's exactly what happened to her she was so yeah. scared yeah kind of turned on and he was there sure. to kind of take her. and so yeah. you know they were kissing in the barn and she realized oh, i God. so wish that we he wasn't married and i don't remember if we learned that last season i remember him alluding to a wife and the loss of a child yeah. or maybe that yeah. was the beginning season but it wasn't clear and I feel like they kept it a little vague or ambiguous so to find that out was a little not not a little it was a lot disheartening because I really liked him for Peggy she she experienced such loss with her child and I feel like I just want her to find love and be happy and he's so handsome and intelligent like he matches her and her wit you know he was her boss they have the same interests the writing and it's just a shame and it's like we don't want her to be the other woman and the mistress and all that so we don't want that yeah, for Peggy. and then, and then just quickly, quickly mm-hmm. her mama caught on because she said girl mm-hmm. mama's always knowing you know, what do you think you are doing mm-hmm. we see it woman we see yeah. it we see what's going on She's and like, don't even think about it Nothing in the end, you know, Peggy has to leave because she's like, yeah. Look, I can't be around you. My feelings are my feelings, and it's not right. I just can't be around you. So she ends she up did leaving. the right thing. A shame she though, because right she thing. loved that job there and she was good at it. And her mom knew. Her mom knew she was like, You 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 putting yourself in a crazy situation, but you know, yeah. not, you know, going down. Succumbing there. to your yeah. Succumbing mm-hmm. to who you are. So, mm-hmm. um, to as we skip around and talk, the young Marion again, we said Marion Brooke, the 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 old lady's um, niece that they're trying to hook up in society, going on many many dates, many many dates until their, uh, was it their cousin? Yes, um, Agnes's yep. cousin by marriage or something, um, comes in and he's moved back to New York. He's a widow as mm-hmm. a young. Who takes classes at the school that Marion teaches at? Mm-hmm. The young girl is so fond of her, and he's and a very nice man, tall, nice handsome, handsome. He's yeah. very much, much attracted to her. She enjoys being around him, and he's a so, widower, also. Obviously, yeah, he's he's the daughter, yeah. and it's not that far long ago. It was a couple no. of years. I think he lost his wife. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's looking for a new mom and and a new yeah. wife. You know, yeah. for his and he sees Marion as that potential. But she enjoys the freedoms that she has and yeah. with him and stuff. He kind of puts her on the spot and proposes. Yeah. You know, save face. She says yes, but she's not really feeling him, you know? Because he's made it very clear that he's a traditional man. And he's yeah. a very kind, loving man. And there's many women 
who would love the life that he can provide. Mm -hmm. He basically wants someone who does not have to work. He wants her home to be able to make nice meals and help tend to his daughter and kind of be his wife and wait on him, not wait on him hand and foot, but you know, like to be a be very traditional yeah. wife, be there for him. And like that, yeah. Marion's a free spirit. She likes to teach. She likes art. She wants to speak up. She's a feminist. She wants to go to like the rallies at the black church or the schools and talk about, That's you know, she's stuff. that yeah. woman. Mm -hmm. She wants to live her life before she settles down and becomes somebody's missus. If that's the life that she wants ultimately. Mm -hmm. So they really are on two different paths. And because she's so nice, you know how we can be as women. She doesn't mm -hmm. want to hurt his feelings. And then auntie Agnes is so gung ho for it, especially when, you know, later on, I already spoiled it they think they're about to lose all of their wealth. Agnes mm -hmm. is so relieved that, you know, okay, Ada has her husband and, you know, I don't think he had died yet or maybe he had, but, you know, well, at least I know Marion's going to be okay. My yeah. son's going to be okay. She wanted to make sure everyone was good. So Marion mm -hmm. just kind of went with it. Yeah, she went with so it. So clear, her heart wasn't there. Yeah, but in the end, she realized, like, if this isn't for me, and he's like, what do you want? Like, what do you want? Like, I don't understand. What you mean you don't want this life? And she's like, I yeah. do. We're not, you know, on the same level. That's it. And, mm -hmm. and, and seeing an opportunity, young Larry, Larry Russell, and I think she's going to end up marrying Larry, um, steps in and is like, hey, you want to? I want me to escort you to this new new opera house or whatever? And she's like, yeah, you know, I'll go. Yeah. And the, and the opera battle is the most ridiculous shit ever. <laughs> Like, uh, that was the, really the highlight of this season honestly tune in every week everything yeah. else we're describing were subplots this yeah, opera yeah. war oh my the goodness opera war was the plot of the season because as you guys know if you watched last season mrs russell's biggest thing is she wants to be respected in society she doesn't mm -hmm. want all this old money new money she just wants to have her place and so it's just been battle after battle that she's been trying to gain that respect from mm -hmm. the other ladies. And, you know, Mrs. Astor is at the top. Mrs. Van Rimes is there. You know, she's super old money. But um, this opera battle is going to make or break Mrs. Russell. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. And she's like, Miss Astor wants everybody to support the Academy of Music versus mm -hmm. the, the new Metropolitan Opera, mm -hmm. which in high is so ridiculous because we all know that the Met is the place. <laughs> the yeah. Met is the place to be seen now. Yeah. But back then <laughs> it was like, you know, a new money thing. You know, it yeah. was it, it was so brand new and posh. And Ms. Russell sunk all this money into it and she wanted to make a grand thing. And they also were battling for the attention of this Duke of Buckingham who yes was coming on the scene who was actually kind of a poorish dude honestly he didn't got that much money it's the yeah. name the name yeah. really um of him being a duke and so absolutely you know, they were battling for his friendship blah 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 um and in the end miss russell has something that miss astor didn't have for the dude which was her daughter and you know it's kind of bit and everybody bit. wants her daughter all everybody of the wants she her just, daughter um kind of how you say came out into society last at the end of last season after waiting and waiting and all of the men have been courting her including mr van rhymes but all of them have been vying for her attention and trying to win her affections she's been enjoying being able to kind of like entertain and let them court her and yeah. make her pick and her father you know she one. found a guy she she liked a little guy this she season did. 
Or her mama was a like, little uh-huh. female. Mm-hmm. Like, uh-huh. this ain't, he ain't it. Yeah. Like her mama want a big fish. You know what yeah. I mean? She wants mm-hmm. a big fish for her daughter. And what bigger fish can be a duke? You know what I that's mean? The biggest um, fish. That's the biggest fish. Yeah. And everybody wants the Duke's attention. Yeah. Right. It was a, even to the very end, leading to the finale with Mrs. Astor, you know, going to one opera on opening night and bringing her folks and all the people she's been encouraging and Mrs. Russell at her opera. It's like, where is the Duke going to go? Because he was invited to both. Oh, and it yeah. looked like up until the very end that he was going to go to the academy. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mrs. Russell, you know, she's very determined. She had a private meeting with him. And then I think it was the finale. He showed up uh-huh. at her. Opera, and we were kind of like, how did yeah. she make that happen? And then, and then you know, George was looking, George, the husband was looking like, okay, some yeah. shit is up. Because <laughs> why is he so enthralled with my child? You know, yeah. why is man? And I so- feel like, yeah, that was the last. We didn't. They haven't dealt we, with that yet. Yeah, you know, we have That's gonna be season Russell, three. Yeah, we, he supports his wife and like ninety nine point nine nine percent of everything. All her shenanigans, so wanting to, to be. Yeah, I, yeah. And that's what I love about him because he's never. There's some husbands go. Why do you care so much about? He doesn't question it. He just. This is what you want. You want to be at the top of society. He his focus is business, but he's going to support her if that's what you want. I don't think it's super superficial, stupid, but like you said, his daughter is the apple of his eye. So I don't think he's going to like that she kind of like sold her daughter to him. Not sold, but I just feel like yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. and I I feel like he won't appreciate that. So that'll be interesting, you know how that plays out. He has his own things going on, but it's like the rise of the labor movements. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't know what to do with these people who want fair wages and time off and things that, you know, labor unions fought for in this country, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. How dare you want those things? Five-day <laughs> work week. They said, what you mean you want five days, you know, yeah. two days off? What the hell? Um, yeah. You know, what do you mean? Uh, what do you mm-hmm. mean you work 16, you know, eight hours versus 12 or 16? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, stuff like that. So it's things that we take for granted, you know, but God bless the people, black and brown and poor, who fought for, you know, labor rights in this country because otherwise we'd still be working slave wages, slave yeah. hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. he's having that own battle and, and some loss of life behind it and some whole bunch of other stuff, uh, which mm-hmm. I, thought, I thought that stuff probably was interesting. It's very, like, Interesting looking. It was like so interesting and very exciting when they mm-hmm. were striking up until there was almost a physical battle. That was Definitely my right. heart was yeah. in my throat. You know, that was one of the best episodes. Yeah, I thought I was really that. happy when he at in the end kind of did the right thing. Although we know he yes. had a larger plan and it's not a good one. But he's yeah. a very shrewd man. He didn't get his multi-millions for nothing. You don't yeah. get multi as much as I love him and how he supports his wife, you gotta step on some people and kind of be you know, a very ruthless, ambitious yeah, person yeah. to become a multimillionaire. And he is that. Yeah. He is yeah. that. Yeah. And absolutely. stuff like that. And then there's Mrs. Turner, but I'll wait till you oh, get to Oh, oh my God. Let's Ooh. talk Ooh. about Turner. Let's talk about interesting turn of in the house. So as we recall from last first season, Miss Turner used to be Miss Russell's maid in waiting. She had to let her go because well, George let her go. Because yeah. he shoes up the laying up in the bed naked with him trying to trying to seduce him. Yeah. So she literally she went on, she, naked. Yeah. Yeah. She went in. And she, he never told his wife that. He was so disgusted and turned off. Never had any interest in her. He spoke to her sternly and 
like you said, let her go or whatever it was the case. Mm -hmm. And he just wanted to be done with it because he was disgusted and he's in love with his wife. He yeah, thought he it was behind them. And then yeah. lo and behold, when lo and behold, um, they kept talking about this Mrs. Winterton, Mrs. Winterton. Everyone's like, well, have you met Mrs. Winterton? She, you know, she's younger than Mr. Winterton. You know, he was a widow and blah, 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 blah. And then come to find out, Mrs. married her way old money society and become Mrs. Winterton or whatever her name is. Man, oh man, that was a shock for Mr. Turner. Yes, shook. he was. She was shook, bitch. Yeah, she was yeah. trying and she was trying to Miss Turner was trying to fandangle her way into so many yeah. things. A better seat at the Met, a seat at the Academy. Yeah. Uh, you know, this, that, and the third. And her husband was like, baby, look, chill, chill. Like uh -huh. seriously, chill. But they were they was, ooh, honey, they was bad. And when she when I said Miss Russell was so red when she saw yeah. that woman, she was she kept her composure. She tried, but she was very shocked and stuff. Because nobody shocked. really knew except for when she showed up at that dinner and all of her old the servants knew and it, yeah, they, they were gossiping like, Can you believe it? Yeah, that was crazy. I couldn't believe it. And then for her to find how I forgot, how did she find out about um um, her husband and oh oh Miss what's her name I think she told her Miss Winter and told her about the woman and, and stuff and he said that nothing happened between us you know I kicked her out because you yeah. know she was trying to hit on me and I said no yeah. you know ultimately she believed her husband but she yeah, was she did but she was hurt that she, she hurt was kind of like that 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 dialogue that speech she gave was so good because she spoke on mm -hmm. behalf of just all women like she did this and. You you feel like you, you should get brownie points because you kicked her out. But meanwhile, you're not telling me you allowed a woman who you had seen naked to be in my hair and help me get dressed and look at me and just work for me who did who came into your room naked. So she's inside laughing and because she, you know, just she was so angry. That was the first time really she was so hurt and angry. And she he, she put him in the doghouse and he knew he was in the doghouse too. He was, he dog was really in the doghouse. Mm-hmm. He, I he, forgot he, what did he do to earn his way out. It was something really he big. Paid and some extra money for the Met. Was it he, that, or was it that he helped to say? Yeah, he saved. He helped pay the extra money, right? He, he saved it because the they they had to stop mid construction or something because they uh, ran out of resources. And uh, then later he did something really sweet, and I don't know if it was. I don't think it was related to that, but no. he um, he made sure that because Mrs. Winterton is that her name? Winterton. She has some influence, and she was yeah. able to get the Duke to commit to coming to the other opera house. And she was able to, oh, I forgot. I think Mrs. Um, Russell ended up telling um, Miss Astor that she used to be a lady's maid. Yeah, so even though, yeah, Mrs. Winterton was initially supporting the Academy, she ended up getting kicked out. They lost their box because she found out she was a maid. So then they were at the Met, but they were about to get like the, the center seat. Somehow she finagled that, and um, but her that her husband ended up saving that that center seat for his wife. It was a surprise. Remember yeah, when he took her? That was that yep. was a nice surprise. And yeah. I think he kind of put that pressure on the man. Like I help you financially. I can snatch this money back right now. But that was amazing when he took her to that seat, and she had already kind of gracefully accepted that it wasn't yeah. hers, yeah. and was like, "This is the wrong seat." And I loved that. Yeah, that was good. But yeah. I, but you know, Miss Winterton, you know. For all her scheming, so sour. I got a platform for getting up there and, and, sure. and 
her 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 thing. That man gonna die. He ain't yeah. gonna live. She gonna yeah. have all that money, and then mm-hmm. what? You know what I'm saying? She gonna be living good. Yeah, so, it's what it is. You she know? did well. She did, she did well, well for herself. All she gotta do is have a baby, and she'll be yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll be good to go. Absolutely, absolutely. She's crazy. Something, something. She, she got to yeah. secure it for real, for real. I think that might be next season. Giving him a baby, kind of lock things down and stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, what if, what if, what if, like the plot is like she trying to get pregnant, he can't get pregnant, and then all of a sudden she get pregnant by somebody else or something. Oh yeah, so they may not be able to give her a baby. Yeah, and yeah. at that time they weren't doing the DNA testing and all that mess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They sure weren't. Um, my my mom yeah. happy in in the season that was really good. Um, Man, I was, was trying to think about the some of the people downstairs that worked in for the for the different homes. The young boy with the clock. Um, yes, and then there's Mr. Watson and his daughter. The boy Watson. with the clock. Oh, what who, a heartbreaking um, yeah. scenario, Mr. Watson, mm-hmm. who used mm-hmm. to be rich. Mr. Yes, Watson he was, was a part of society. Family. Mm-hmm. Well, very wealthy, a, a part of kind of climbing society, middle, a very steadily middle class, upper middle class, and he had lost money through you know the fall of you know the stock market and all this stuff. Yeah, he had to go to you know being a butler or whatever. And yeah. the wife who was in society was so embarrassed and took his yeah. daughter away and everything like that. So he hadn't seen his daughter in twenty something years, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so you know he kind of found out last season we were figuring out why he was following her and it was because he wanted to see her you know and then the girl finds out her dad is a butler the husband's like stay away we'll pay for mm-hmm. you to go away pay for you to go to LA and not you- only that he told him that his daughter had said that so he was so right. hurt but he was ex- he was willing to accept it because he mm-hmm. wanted to respect his daughter's wishes and not embarrass her mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so come to find out in the end the husband was the one who was trying to blackmail and then he was, you know, she was saying, no, I want you to stay with us, mm-hmm. for, you know, with, with us in New York mm-hmm. for good. You were going to be fine. Like, everything's going to be fine, whatever. So he, that he was a very a, touching moment. Yeah. That, I like Lizzie Bruce and the chef having a little relationship going Me on. Me too. And I liked that um, was so Rachel cute. gave them um, opera tickets and they got to enjoy that. That was really that nice. Was so sweet. Yeah, that was she was like, "Oh, you like the opera?" She's like, "Yeah, I love the opera." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Okay, well, here's some nice date. And they had like a little date, and he, you know, it was he was so romantic because he, you know, remember mm-hmm. last season we found out he really wasn't French. He was like, yes. French. I'm so glad she kept him on. Yeah. I'm glad she kept him because he was so embarrassing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but they they still tease him from time to time about, "Oh, you not really French or whatever." Yeah, they do. He does. But them having a little relationship was just oh just adorable. I just think that it is. But yeah, the, and then the young, like I said, everybody pitching in for the young lady um in the house to to um you know be on and everything to get his to get his um clocking clock because I didn't know being a clockmaker was so it was so unionized and things like that. So he couldn't yeah. you know, really get in there. He but couldn't he, even pitch his patent and all that. I yeah, love that young Mr. Russell's helping him and yeah. wants to be a partner. He's going to be a very wealthy man, as you he said. He's going to be a wealthy man. He's he basically be- is the founder of like the alarm clock alarm or whatever clock. it is. Yeah, yeah that we use today. Clock. And you the can imagine how clock. wealthy mm-hmm. that 
inventor must be yeah for that to hit to be his creation if he's compensated for it appropriately and did you talk about the big reveal of um you did you touched on young mr russell how he you know on behalf of his father had taken on this brooklyn project oh, no, and I you did mention yeah so we didn't go, that, go into that, that another good part of of u.s mm-hmm. history that we don't be learning about mm-hmm. um you know he was talking about, about the construction of the brooklyn bridge um Yakini used to live by the brooklyn bridge so yes, i did <laughs> <laughs> right by the brooklyn bridge yep. um, <laughs> which i thought was super cool um <laughs> when I went to came to visit but um anyway uh <laughs> it's a fond memory yeah <laughs> oh my gosh fond yeah. memory. but Thank um you. anyway <laughs> the young, young Russell was it was part of the construction of the uh Brooklyn yeah. Bridge overseeing it but some weird yeah. stuff was happening yes. like the guy who was supposed to be over the construction they never saw him he they said oh he's sick he's not feeling well blah 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 and then he started getting suspicious. He was like, well, what is going on? But they would but act secretive in meetings and closing so, doors. Yeah, and yeah, like, What's yeah. going on? Mm-hmm. So finally, he kind of stayed around, hung around, and peeked in and saw where the wife was doing a lot of this construction, a lot of this stuff. She was at the head of the table. And all the men were listening and deferring to her. Yes, deferring to her. Which was unheard of for that time, or at least not openly. And so she was an exceptional engineer in her own right. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, overshadowed by her husband. Her husband had taken ill, so she basically took over the planning of the Brooklyn mm-hmm. Bridge, which is a true story. The lady mm-hmm. really did, that really did happen. She is a woman who basically helped build the yeah. Brooklyn Bridge, um, which is cool. And it was a cool thing because there was no bridge at the time to connect Manhattan and Brooklyn. People had to take yeah. the water. The big the deal. Yeah, and it was a really big deal. So now people could literally just walk across the bridge. If they but wanted. people, if they knew she was the one who taken over, they wouldn't yeah. have felt safe to. They wouldn't have trusted it. They yes. would have just not. It, yeah, it they would not have sexist and said, "Oh, it yeah. can't be sturdy because a woman built it. She doesn't okay. know what she's doing." And shout out to people young would have sabotaged it. I just feel like yeah. so many things could have happened. Yeah, yeah. And shout out to young Russell, a, a, a ally and feminist in his own right. Mm-hmm. Really big up in the woman and saying she, mm-hmm. you know, she took control and blah blah. blah. He basically and everyone him. was surprised that he revealed. Everybody that. was shocked, but his father was very proud of him. But his mm-hmm. dad was so proud of him. It was like good for you. And then his his mom was real proud too. It was like wow, like you. Mm-hmm. This is a big, you know. So it was, that I was thought that was a cool scene how they had like the community of the black folks on their side celebrating and outside I guess they were in Brooklyn or whatever and then you had the folks in Manhattan you know the society folks or whatever um, and the folks in, the black folks and they're, they're upper class you know yes. these are all yes. folks with money and, and you yeah. know status Don't and it was just uh, nice to see them yeah. firecrackers and a whole show it was mm. wonderful when Peggy's dad owns a chain of pharmacies, mm-hmm. so he's a pharmacist, so he's yes, you know, he knows his stuff. <laughs> um, so he's he's a he's a man of many means and, mm-hmm. and in the community, you know. So mm-hmm. yeah, that was a good that was good. Overall, I give this season definitely an A plus. Mm-hmm. Like the first season was an A, but this season really really nailed it. So I give it an A plus. It sure was. Um, yeah, we talked a little about Ada, but this was also the big subplot about Ada. Yes, yes. Um, you know, Ada finding love. She does end up marrying the vicar. She she's resigned herself to being poor. Like she's like, look, yes. I'm gonna be poor, but I'm gonna be happy. I'm gonna be in love. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. 
Um, you to know, have this chance at love at yeah, my big age, it yeah. just was a blessing. And Marion was so supportive of it, which, you know, because her sister was not. And so thank goodness for Marion. And then in the end, you know, Agnes came around because people were saying, telling her, you were going to regret it. You're going to regret not being there for yourself. Yeah, yeah. And because she, she was adamantly refusing to go to the wedding. And she really had no intentions of going. But then during the wedding, the doors opened dramatically and she yeah. came. I was like, I knew in my heart, I was like, she's got to come. She's got to come. Let her pride and ego. Yeah. So, you know, for for a few months or so, a year, whatever it was, she had a, you know, Ada had a beautiful love affair with her husband and and just enjoyed him and stuff. And then kind of found out. Moved out of the house and into his, got that independence that she'd probably really never had. Probably Mm -hmm. went from her parents' home. Her sister got married. Yeah. yeah, and then sister's husband died, parents died, and went to her sister's home. So she always was dependent on her fam, her parents, or her sister, and never, never mm-hmm. had. And I think Ada and Agnes used to throw in her face that she had some relationship. I think it didn't work out or something. The guy, yeah. whatever it was, yeah, he was a, a society trying mm-hmm. to move up in society or whatever. Yeah, so um, she just really believed that she could never find love and really that she wasn't yeah. deserving. So like you yeah. said, I don't know how long it was, but she enjoyed the marriage for as long as she did. And then, of course, you know, we found out that yeah, was cancer. Yeah. Yeah, cancer is bad. thought it was some back pain and, yeah. you know, who was brushing it off like, oh, it'll, I'll be fine. It'll be fine. And forgot what it was, but they ended up getting collapsed. He could get up. He, could, he got up to stand up from his chair. But he just collapsed and then um kind of found out they were like, Yeah, it's cancer spread. And it was and advanced. A few more months. Yeah. It's advanced. It was a few more months to live. So she just enjoyed she's like, I'm gonna be with my husband. I'm gonna enjoy him until he's gone. And it's exactly yeah. what she needs. Yeah. Um, and they so, really didn't and they she they both preferred to stay in his home and she could tend to him. But in the end, he needed like a full-time yeah. like nurse and things like that. So he did, they did agree to move into um the Van Rhyme home where she was able to nurse him and tend to him until his last breath. Mm-hmm. And then him and Ada had a, not Ada, him and Agnes had a really nice kind of bonding moment and conversation towards the end where they kind of, she went in there to relieve Ada because Ada was by his side and she was kind of making herself t- overtired and sick. And she relieved her, and they just kind of talked and bonded. And I was glad they had that moment. And you know what? He... I realized he kind of alluded to the fact that Agnes is gonna be all right. Like he, I mean, he, I mean, Ada's gonna be all right. But he never mm-hmm. like said why. But mm-hmm. it really was the money. But he was he was saying she's. Had they be... found out that they were penniless at that nope. time? Nope. But okay, he was so he just met in general. He but he knew. Yeah, he, I think he knew deep down. He's like, she gonna have money. She gonna be straight. Yeah. And um, that's a beautiful thing when you fall in love with this man and have a beautiful relationship, and you didn't know anything about it. It was so pure, you know. It was it was so pure, pure. And, and then you know, kind of find out the man was a hit, the only son of a huge textile family. Yeah, and he didn't approve of that money, that ill-gotten money. Yeah, he didn't approve of the ill-gotten money, any parts of it. But he, but he, but he was getting the money because he's the only last male or whatever. It yeah. Was. Yeah. getting all this money so she inherits all the money and the factory and everything 
And, and it was like wow. right on time that knew. It was funny because even before, crazy. you know, we found out that Oscar had squandered away or whatever, lost oh. it to bad investments. She kept saying, you know, after he died, she's mourning and she's grieving. And you didn't she didn't really want to be bothered with having to wrap up affairs, but as a widow, you have to do those things. So she's going through all these papers and she's going to her sister's house and talking to Mary. And I'm like, it's just so many papers, and I'm still going through all his things. And it took her a while. And the timing of it was such that by the time, you know, she finished going through the papers, she discovered, obviously, you know, that he had all this money that he had inherited and stuff. And it really just was a blessing. And it came at the right time and stuff like that. So that was incredible. Yeah, that was incredible. He was truly an angel. He saved her, the family. Truly an angel. Yeah, he was true. Exactly. Truly an angel. What an amazing season. What an amazing season. It was great. So if y'all have not checked out the Gilded It's worth a binge watch. Because even if we've done given some spoilers, honestly, it's so exciting, so well written, so well developed. They take their time. I feel like even if you kind of know some of these things, it's still such a great, great, um, great show to watch. And I think people will enjoy it, you know. People all look into American history that yes, yes, they have forgotten about or didn't even know about, you know. Yeah, because it's so cool when different things happen, and you'll be like, Oh, that's this and that, that's such and such. And I'll be like, Oh my god, those are the like, I don't know who the Russells are representing, who they are supposed to be. Yeah, they're representing, but I think it was some bank or something, whatever it is. It's just so fascinating, especially for me living in New York, like, like the rock, like the JP Morgans, like you know, those type of that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Like those type of people, J.P. Morgan, you know Chase, yeah, those type yeah, of people, um, you know that were bankers and you know going into business or whatever, mm-hmm. um, very very new new money, um, yeah, or, uh, Waldorf Astoria, Astors and Mrs. Fish and all these other people who are mm-hmm. old, old old money, yeah, um, to the point where they have places in Newport, Rhode Island, and stuff like that. That's where they go in some and stuff like that um mm-hmm. another thing i love about the series that most of the episodes were uh, were directed by women most notably sally richardson whitfield yes that is worth um, a mention yes and you know kudos to her for pivoting her career from acting going into directing and producing she has yep. some wonderful projects over the years and yep. this project by far has got to be her crown jewel. I feel like a lot of people don't know that about her. They know her as like an actress from the 90s or 80s or whatever who really never quite made it to A-list and then married Robert or whatever his name is, Whitlock or whatever. <laughs> but, but, um, but yeah, she is an outstanding producer and director or whatever. I mean, she's just, that is what she's really great at. Yeah, she's called she's, her nation at. Yeah, she really has. And kudos to her for you know, doing these projects that, you know, you would never think that she would do, but she, she's excellent at these kind of, a lot of periods. She's done another period piece. I forgot, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. she's done a number of them and she's, she's excellent, like really, really excellent. So kudos mm-hmm. to her producing and directing these episodes for this show. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. some some black women doing magical, magical things. Yeah. Love yeah. that for us. Yes, mm-hmm. but um, other than the Gilded Age, I haven't really been watching anything else. <laughs> yeah, no, not not too much. I haven't watched too much either. You know, we kind of ended just before Christmas, so I never did get to mention like a couple of my favorite one 
Christmas movies. So I just wanted to say how much I enjoyed the own Christmas movies. I feel like they were the winner for me this year. Like the Christmas detective. I just thought it was so cute. A Christmas serenade. So cute. Christmas of yes. So cute. Like the only other one that was non-owned that I love, love, loved was the, um, was Tia Mori's one. I enjoyed that one. The, the, the chef one. Um, but other than that, I really love the own ones. I wasn't a fan of Christmas Revisited or A Kiss for Christmas is okay, but but I love the other ones, especially the Christmas Detective. I like that actress. I think she's too cute. She was in, um, I think she was in the one with My Little Crush and um, where she yes. was like the nanny or the chef or whatever. Yes, yes. Why she can't was. I remember him? He's supposed to be my cross. Rucker, whatever his name is. Lamont yeah, Ruckers. Rucker. Yeah, so she was in that and I, I enjoy her. But yeah, no, I, I it was a good Christmas season of movies. And I, yeah, I, I agree with you. I only had the best Christmas movies. They did, and they're so high quality. They're like lifetime Hallmark quality production level. You know, it's not anyone's fault that, you know, certain networks might be a little grainy or acting a little bootleg <laughs> or whatever. But I got to say, own it's it's on the same level and I of of the hallmarks in the life. I ain't gonna lie, a couple of them two big ones was good too. Oh God, are you kidding me? Yes, yes, no, especially the Maya good. one. Not yeah. Ma- not, not Maya. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Maya one. Oh hell yes. <laughs> what was that one? Of oh, hot 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 girl winter. Yeah, that was so Very lovely. Cute. That was cute. But yeah, no, Tubi had some good ones. And then the one with um Romeo Miller and the um yeah. Romeo Miller. Yeah, yeah. They had that some really good bad. ones. People make fun of Tubi so bad, but there's some good stuff on Tubi. Yeah. There's all yeah. Trash, but there's some good movies on there. I'm B- not mad at Tubi. BT Plus had some hit or misses for me. Mm-hmm. I really can't. Mm. I never saw the Tammy Roman to Tina Arnold one. That was cute, right? Was or was cute. it a little? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another one, the Wesley family Christmas one. Mm-hmm. They had wedding one. There was a follow up to the Christmas one from last year. Um, there was some. There was a lot of them. Jamie Kalika was in one of them too. For um, on the mm-hmm. two. Oh, um, was he? Okay. Cute stuff. It was some cute. They they also did a thriller. Um, oh, stolen that Christmas, and it kind of ended on a cliffhanger. I was like, "Hold on, oh, now. Y'all that's the one with um Vivica or something." Yeah, with Vivica. So I was like, "Yeah, y'all, yeah, y'all gotta come back for that one because y'all." <laughs> I'm sure they will. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but yeah, it, they had some. They had some pretty decent ones too. Lifetime kind of it was like, eh. and then Hallmark really didn't have nothing that great this season at no, all. No, they didn't. I can't even think. I don't. Which one was the Tia Mori one on? That was on Lifetime. Lifetime, I will say, had better. Um, and then what Tatiana Ali had, well, I didn't love hers, and I used I didn't to like it at her. all. I did yeah, not. It, was, like it, it just all. wasn't my favorite. Like the plot it dragged. It dragged. It dragged, and it just wasn't my favorite plot. Like I just didn't love the idea of it. Like they're trying to kind of get him to propose. I mean, it just was weird. I I didn't love it. I didn't it love her. Her um. Her at her male counterpart, whatever you know, I didn't they like. Had no chemistry whatsoever. Yeah, that no chemistry. He just wasn't like, a, oh, I love him. And then the plot, like I said, you know, I'm I'm always gonna love her, but I just feel Can like I... they've put her in better ones. Yes, I, I I mean, I think I think, but this season is the season that Lifetime had a sex scene in, in their movie. 
Mm-hmm. That's it, a first, right? It was, it was not in a Or maybe button. I'm thinking of Hallmark. Well, no, actually, no, in a Christmas was, movie, that's unusual. Because they're usually so wholesome Right. But in the it's the first one where they had one in a Christmas movie. And it was um a cowboy to remember or something. And okay. it was a full-fledged getting down sexy. I said, well, no. Not getting down. Down. Yeah, because lifetime movies in general can get a little steamy, but in yeah. a Christmas movie, they usually keep it really, you know, awesome. but rated because they know kids are watching to, that with the family. Listen, you, you, don't you want to be a little wholesome at Christmas versus wholesome? That's right. That's that so kissing cute. under the mistletoe gotta lead to something. It has to. <laughs> but you know, it was it was cute. It was cute. I watched yeah. it. Oh, y'all get down, girls. <laughs> it, was, it was cute. It was good. I think that was the only non-black yeah. one that I watched. Mm-hmm. One on um Up TV. It was called We're Scrooge. I watched that one. That was funny. Mm-hmm. And then there was some some others, but it like again there were, were some good ones on like was it Disney Plus? Like you know, I I enjoyed the Eddie oh, Murphy yeah, one yeah. and yeah. the one with that Candy Candy with like, Ludacris. Ludacris was yeah. good, yeah. yeah. And the one with Brandy that was so early. Oh I yeah, I forgot about that yeah. on Netflix. That one was a tearjerker. Yeah, that but, was a tearjerker. Oh yeah. goodness. But it was well, funny. I had some laughs too. Like I'm glad I can say it made me laugh a few times. You know the way that white girl yeah. was acting. What was her name? Was it Heather Graham? Yeah, Heather Graham. Yeah, she tickled me the way she was kind of hating and trying so hard to trap her and then destroy that dollhouse. <laughs> yeah, that was too funny. And all that her shenanigans, but no, that there was it was a good Christmas season. Did I enjoyed you, it. Did you watch the one? I think it was on own and it was about the college friends that got together. Was, the um was I didn't love it, right? Yeah, with, with Jamie Kalika or whatever. I just want to say Jamie Kalika, baby. I did not know you had all that under them clothes. Yeah, nobody <laughs> he's is. Fine. He's was it Christmas remembered or something? Revisit something revisited, I think. Oh, yeah, shot. it wasn't one of my favorites, but I enjoyed oh, it. But that I was the highlight. Fine. That was the highlight. That was the highlight. That boy is fine. I don't know. He oh, is fine. I'd like to see him in a He just has such a boyish, gorgeous, like those yeah. little eyes. I mean, he's just yeah. so handsome. He's so handsome. He's so yeah. with the Canadian self, but he's so. Yeah. Handsome. He was in the other one, um, the car not carnival, the one where remember where like it was between him and the guy who was writing the article, yeah, yeah and the yeah, article yeah. turned out they thought it was gonna be slanderous, but it wasn't. He was yeah, the guy who yeah. didn't know what he wanted, right? He the was kind of the, the, between the kisses or something like that. Yeah, yeah, he had yeah. a couple of little holiday. I'm oh, he was he was in a few. And then I, I like, like the, one of my favorite ones that Jamie Kalika's in. Sorry, it's a Jamie Kalika stand account now. Um, Jamie Kalika <laughs> was in was the one with him and Sky Townsend, and they crashed that Christmas party. Oh, I love that. That was so funny. That was that is so good. They always were crashing parties and stuff. Mm, Or they wedding crashes. That was so funny. Christmas party crashes. That was the name of it. I really enjoyed him. So cute. When I see his and on my DVR, when when there's an actor listed in the movie, Mm -hmm. you can click on their name to get Mm -hmm. the other stuff they're in. And I was definitely doing that for him to like kind of try to DVR what other stuff I could see him in because I enjoy him. I enjoy him. I enjoy him a lot. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen him play anything too too wild or crazy. No, not not as yet, and and I'm not okay with that. Yeah, yet, but, roles, yeah. The cute boy, boy next door. He has that that smile. It's funny because he looked different. And um, what movie did I see him in? Oh no, it was an old movie. It was mm-hmm. the one where she um she she can't tell a lie. Remember? Oh she, yeah, yeah. I think he he worked for her. No way. Because he was clean shaven and he looked different. Yeah, I didn't maybe, like him without no facial hair. No, no, I don't. I don't either. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was the one where um I think it might have been one with Christina Million. Never mind. It was another old one. Oh okay. with Christine Million. And she he was her anyway. But yeah, because I was watching old and new. I was just mixing them up. I was just trying yeah. to see everything. Because sometimes there's years where I thought there's so many and I miss it. And so it's always nice when they re-air the old ones. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. One but of anyway. the new one of the newer, newer ones that came out on Peacock, I really love was Jeannie. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Melissa McCarthy and uh Papa Esidwa. Mm-hmm. Um I absolutely loved it. It was so family friendly. It was cute. And I had our girl Peggy in it from um okay. Oh it did. I need yeah, to see it. It was so stuff. good. It was on peak. I was so good. Um and I cried, I cried, I cried at the end. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, Papa is Papa is a handsome man. He is so handsome. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all I don't know if any of y'all are Black Mirror fans, but he was in his my one of my favorite episodes of Black Mirror where he plays a demon, but okay. he's a funny he's a funny demon. Like he's not like a scary demon. It's kind of funny, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it was but it was really it was really kind of like kind of a romance actually, mm-hmm. with the demon and a, and a girl or whatever. Um, but it was really really cute, really really cute. But he's he's a good mm-hmm. actor. I think he's very handsome too. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I'm a handsome black men out here doing you know little things. We need more rom coms, but you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As for reading, um, anything I have not really been reading anything. Y'all know mm-hmm. I have time to do a lot of things, but recently, you won't believe it, Shakini. But recently, did you can't believe I read a romance, a spicy novella that was set on Martin Luther King Day? What? <laughs> now I know I joke that you always read a themed romance. <laughs> I did it. Yes, I did. So shout out the the woman who keeps me doing this is Danielle Allen. So shout out to author Danielle Allen who wrote <laughs> this novella called The Dream. Oh, <laughs> the dream. Um, it was about a young woman who was partying on MLK weekend, and she was going to this party called the Dream Party at okay. this fancy mansion, and she wore like a little cute little outfit and everything. And her friends was like, come out with us, come out with us. And she was like, I don't, I don't feel like it. And, um, you know, I just told my boyfriend, mm-hmm. whatever. She's like, don't come here, have a good time. And then this girl and guy were there. And he was like, you know, we got this friend we want to hook you up with. She was like, whatever, whatever. But then organically, she meets a guy and they hit it off. And they they do some things. And uh, <laughs> come to find out he was the guy all along that they were, you know, trying to hook her up with. But it was really- it's really, it was really cute. It's it's not as it sounds, mm-hmm. it's not as de- as deviant as y'all think. I'm thinking about Martin Luther King and sex, but it was it. Was, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, she got she, look. Shout out to Danielle Allen because she got one for every holiday: Groundhog Day, Valentine's Day, that. St. Yeah. Patrick's Day, um, New Year's Eve. That, that one that one was called the Noise Maker. New Year's Eve. Oh, 
Of course um, it is. <laughs> Ooh, she was making noise for sure. The noise maker. Um, you know, all kind all kinds. She had all kinds of all kinds of what else what was another one she had? Oh, oh, Easter. She got one for mm -hmm. Easter. Not Easter Sunday. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, what was it called? He rose and <laughs> I'm lying. I'm lying. Don't you be lying. It's called on the third day. Oh. On the third day, he did he rise. I'm, I'm saying on the third day, Jesus rose. Oh anyway, God. it had to do with rising. But right. anyway, something was rising. <laughs> something was rising. It, it wasn't, wasn't the Lord, but you right. know. But mm -hmm. it was uh it was it was too that's a good one too. But then yeah, Alan, she is the queen of the holiday thing, Yeah, that's cool. Always, always yeah, yeah, she has she has like but if what's the next holiday? President's Day. If if there's one for President's yeah. Day, then yeah, let me know so I can read so I can read <laughs> that one too. So oh, man. Anyway, mm -hmm. but that's it, you guys, for the podcast. Me and Kenny been on here long enough. Talking <laughs> to, and doing oh, things. But we'll see you all. It's actually going to have one next week. We'll have an author interview and we'll talk some more about things happening and we'll kind of go to our regularly scheduled kind of format. But anyway, we hope you guys enjoyed our little just casual chit chat and, mm -hmm. and shooting and talking about the Gilded Age. Um, and we will see you guys next week. Bye, guys. See you next time. Bye.